Welcome to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast, the only podcast that teaches men the cognitive mastery and alpha mindset that it takes to become an influential and irresistible man of confidence. Here's your host, certified life coach and international man of mystery, Kevin Ayo. What's up, my brothers? Welcome back to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Ayo, and it is April. We're in April. I cannot believe it's April of 2022 already. The year is moving by so fast. And in May, I'm enrolling. I'm beginning. I'm starting. I'm already enrolling, brothers. In fact, there's only a couple spots left for the Class 002 of the Tribe that starts in May. And if you guys are interested in that, you still have an opportunity. There's still a couple spots left to enroll in the Tribe. Now, every four months, I'm going to class up a new course. Every four months, I'm going to begin another class of the tribe. So the next one will be in September. But if you want to get into this one that starts in May, there's a webinar I'm hosting on April 11th. And if you want to get the Zoom link for that webinar, you've got to be subscribed to the newsletter that you can do very easily by going to thealphamalecoach.com and just waiting a couple seconds. A little thing will pop up, put in your name, put in your email, you're subscribed, you're good to go. You're going to get the link 24 hours and one hour before the webinar. On that webinar, I'm going to talk about the tribe. I'm going to talk about what it is, what the benefits of it are, what results you can expect. All the questions that you have, you can ask me on that webinar. It is going to be an interactive webinar where I will answer your questions after I give you all the details about this program. Now, you don't have to be in the academy to enroll in the tribe. The academy is a level one program that aims on taking you inward so that you can become aware of your mind. You can begin to detach from all of the stories, all of the conditioning that you have essentially thought are you throughout your entire life. It's a level one program based on cognitive mastery and emotional ownership. It helps you control, master, and ultimately use this tool, this amazing tool we have called the mind in order to create the life that you choose to experience. That's the academy. The tribe takes you deeper. The tribe takes you so much deeper. And I don't want to talk about it on this podcast episode because I'm going to talk about it during a webinar, like I say, on April 11th, that you can attend for free, free of charge. I mean, it doesn't cost you anything. All you got to do is go to the website, thealphamalecoach.com and be subscribed to the newsletter. You can attend that webinar. And if you are on the subscription, if you're a subscriber to the newsletter, you're going to get a replay as well. Now, like I say, there are only a couple spots left. So if you're really, really interested, I recommend you contact me quickly because once I do this webinar, those thoughts are going to go quick and I'm going to start filling up the September course, class 003. But that's the tribe, brothers. And like I said, I'm going to not going to talk about it too much more here. I'm going to get some information on the website for you guys that are interested, but check out that webinar for sure. Today's episode is about finding your tribe. And it may be the tribe that I'm offering. It may be something else. But it's about finding your tribe. And I'm going to begin with a story that happened to me when I was in the Amazon, when I was in the jungle in the rainforest in Peru. I got to tell you, it was amazing working with the plant medicines. And at one point I was working with the plant medicines, I was given a kind of like an intuitive knowing. I almost want to say like she told me, she gave me this through voice, 
but it wasn't through a voice. I received this message through an intuitive knowing. And it was kind of what I talked to you guys about last week and definitely what I'm going to talk to you guys about this week on the podcast, that everything in this world is an effect and the cause is from our consciousness. The cause of everything in the world of form comes from the realm of the invisible, comes from the realm of consciousness, the realm of mind, where high vibrations, vibrations vibrating so fast they become invisible, begin to slow down through declaration of belief until eventually they begin to take the form of matter and density. They become what we consider to be as humans in our human perspective, in our human experience, we call them real, right? They become reality because for some reason, reality is all based on what is visible. We don't really have a reality that is invisible unless you're getting into the spiritual talking about things. You get into the spiritual realm of things. So that realm of vibration, that realm of sound, that realm of things that are, that realm of light, that realm of love, that realm of oneness where everything is invisible is moving at such a high, high vibration. That's the cause and the effect is what we see, taste, touch, smell, and hear as well because it's all coming from high vibration invisibility to low vibration visibility. Now, that's the message I got, but I got in even deeper. I got an even deeper intuitive knowing because last week I talked to you guys about individual consciousness, individual cause and effect. I talked specifically about health, but I mean, it works with wealth. It works with relationships. It's pretty much everything. Everything that we experience comes from our choice. It comes from our choice of belief. It comes from our choice of thought. Today, I'm going to talk to you guys about the collective consciousness. I'm going to talk to you about group consciousness and the story that I was given from the plants in the jungle was that every single thing comes from our beliefs. And as I was speaking this, as I was saying this the next morning, so we do our ceremonies the night before, next morning, we talk about it in like a group because we're all there together. We're all engaging with the plants together the night before. And then we come and we talk about our experience with the plants the next morning. So I was talking to everybody about, it. I was sharing my experience. I was sharing this very lesson, this very teaching with the group there. And as I was saying, I was saying, you know what, this is what she told me. She told me that everything in our collective world, the weather patterns, right? The weather doesn't come from a high pressure system, low pressure system colliding, right? That's what we think because that's what we see. But our weather, our diseases, our, you know, everything, all the things that are coming to us as a species that we experience as a group, that we experience as a collective, all comes from our collective consciousness. And as I started to list some of these things out, I started to list out these things that the plant medicines had told me, you know, I said floods and tornadoes and hurricanes and earthquakes. And when I said earthquakes, brothers, here's the wild part. When I said earthquakes that morning, the earth started to shake. The ground started to rumble and it started to shake. It was a very mild earthquake. It started to shake for about two minutes. And of course, everybody's looking at me like, like, what have I done? Like, like what's going on, Kevin? Like, what is happening? Like you say the word earthquake and all of a sudden the earth starts to shake. And I'm like, look, I don't know. This is a coincidence, right? No such thing as coincidences, but I'm like, I don't know what's going on. You know, the earth is shaking. We all stand up. We look at things. Things are moving. Things are jiving. I mean, the floor beneath us, the ground beneath us, the jungle itself was undergoing an earthquake. Now, the facilitator, when the earthquake was complete, the facilitator 
He lived there. He lived in the jungle, but he didn't live in the jungle. He lived in the small pueblo outside the jungle with his family. So he's like, okay, hold on a second, guys. I need to give my wife a call real quick, make sure she's okay. You know, we just had a two-minute earthquake. I got to call her. I got to make sure that everything's okay at my home. So he calls up his wife and asks her, you know, is everything okay? You know, we just had an earthquake out here in the jungle. She says to him, nothing happened here. There was no earthquake here. The ground's fine. Like nothing happened. Wild story. I know it's wild, brothers. It's probably about as wild as the story I told you last week about my student who, you know, is beginning to heal himself from a lifetime of autoimmune disorders to, you know, becoming healthy just through his own belief systems. I know it sounds wild, but that happened. And I believe it happened as a testimony to this truth that I am now delivering to you guys today. And the reason why I wanted to tell you that story and deliver this truth is because the circumstances that we're dealing with today, we need to be honest here. I'm going to be honest with you. The circumstances we're dealing with today are not the greatest. They're not demonstrations of our highest self. They're not demonstrations of our potentials as human beings, as beings of light, beings of love that are here to experience the greatest unity of light and love. And it's no one's fault but our own. I want you to go, guys, no, I'm not blaming anybody for this. But not one of the systems that we have devised, that we've created, not one of the organizations, institutions, systems that we've devised to create a better life for ourselves and each other on earth is working. Our political systems are not working. Our economic systems are not working. Our ecological systems are not working. Our education systems are not working. Our social systems are not working. Our healthcare systems are not working. And perhaps most discouragingly of all, our spiritual systems are not working. None of these systems, not one of them, has produced the outcome for which it was designed. In fact, I would even go so far as to tell you guys, to tell you know you, the Alpha Male Coach podcast audience that they've produced, the outcomes that these systems have produced have been exactly the opposite that we've sought to design them for. Our political systems were designed to create security for citizens of all nations through cooperation and peaceful relations. And they have produced exactly the opposite. Our economic systems were designed to create lack of scarcity and freedom from poverty for our millions of humans on this planet. And they have produced exactly the opposite. Our ecological systems were designed to create sustainability on this planet. And they have produced exactly the opposite. Our education systems were designed to create a higher level of knowledge, inner knowledge, and the ability to use careful analysis and critical thinking among all humans. They have produced exactly the opposite. Our social systems were designed to create harmony in our day-to-day, person-to-person, group-to-group, and culture-to-culture interactions. And brothers, they have produced exactly the opposite our healthcare system, our spiritual systems were designed to create a closer relationship with the universe, with a deeper commitment to the highest values of tolerance, love, and caring in our world. And brothers, they too have produced exactly the opposite. Now, I could do an entire podcast on any one of these, but the reality of these failed outcomes is incontrovertible. The evidence is wherever you look. It emerges at every turn. The systems that we thought would create breakthroughs, have created breakdowns. This is abundantly clear to every objective observer. If you are not in your conditioning, if you are not biased in some way based on your conditioning, 
then you will see this to be true from an objective perspective. What is not as clear is the reason for these failures. And that is why I'm delivering these episodes to you, my brothers, my beloved brothers. The cause of our failures is our beliefs. That is the cause of everything. Everything in this world of form comes from our world of thought, our world of belief, our world of imagination, our world of mind. Look, you style your hair the way you do because you believe it's going to make you attractive, right? You conserve your money the way you conserve your money because you believe it's going to make you secure. You take the measures and the medicines that you take because you believe it's going to make you healthier. As a people, we create the types of government we create because we believe they make us secure. You understand what you do in your beliefs creates your reality. What we do as a collective, as a group in our beliefs creates our reality. We create the type of economies we create because we believe they will bring us financial stability. We create the types of ecologies we create because we believe they guarantee our future and so on. But the fact that our choices are not creating our expected, anticipated, and hoped for outcomes seems not to mind to us. We don't seem to be bothered by it. We continue our behaviors anyway. I know, brothers, beliefs are tough to shake, even when they are proven to be misplaced, even when they are proven to be dead wrong. They are still difficult to replace. Imagine living in the world when all of a sudden there became this whisper throughout the society that, hey, hey, the world is round. An entire society that was governed and ruled by the religions, that was governed and ruled by Christianity, kept saying to everybody, the world is flat. And then all of a sudden this whisper began, the world may be round. Hey, have you heard the news? The new news is that the world is potentially a ball. It's a ball shape. It's a sphere. It took years, hundreds of years, thousands of years. In fact, there are still people that believe to this day the world is flat. Beliefs are hard to shake. It is, however, not impossible to change your beliefs because beliefs are not created by proof. Beliefs are created by desire. We just spent an entire month in the academy, the month of March, how to believe new things. You don't need proof to believe. You simply need desire. This is a fundamental understanding of human behavior that is not widely held, although it is widely demonstrated. We believe what we want to believe, and that is precisely what makes belief so powerful and so unshakable once we embrace them. Once we think that they're facts, we just can't get rid of them anymore because it's our choice. It becomes a part of our identity. And for the collective, for humanity to change its collective outcomes, what we need is to change our collective beliefs. And for humanity to change its beliefs, all that is needed is to change our desires. Brothers, look, events and experiences and circumstances are opportunities. They're opportunities drawn to you, created by you individually or collectively, drawn to us through consciousness. Consciousness creates experience. The mind creates the reality, you are attempting to raise your consciousness. I know you are. If you're listening to this podcast, you're attempting to raise your consciousness. I know you're not just willy-nilly listening to this podcast. This podcast is about raising your consciousness. This podcast is about remembering who you are. This podcast is about finding enlightenment in this lifetime. 
If you are listening to this podcast, I know you are attempting to raise your consciousness. You have drawn these opportunities. You have drawn every circumstance to you in order that you might use them as tools in the creation and experiencing of who you are. Who you are is a being of light and love and higher consciousness, and even higher consciousness than what you are now exhibiting and demonstrating. Other people in the universe will come and join you from time to time. And here's what I want you to know. I want you to know that you have a tribe, whatever that tribe means to you. Either these people will be brief encounters, maybe there'll be peripheral participants, maybe they'll be temporary teammates, maybe they'll be long-term interactors, maybe they'll be relatives and families, dearly loved ones, or life path partners. It doesn't really matter. What matters is that these souls are drawn to you by you. You are drawn to them by them. It is a mutually creative experience expressing the choices and desires of both you and them because you and them are one. No one comes to you by accident. There is no such thing as a coincidence. Nothing occurs at random and life is not a product of chance. Events, like people, are drawn to you by you for your own purpose. And here's where I want you to know, that here we're getting into now, the collective consciousness, the group consciousness, and this is how you find your tribe. Because larger planetary experiences, this was, was told to me by the plant medicines, large Planetary experiences and developments are the result of group consciousness. They are drawn to a group, the group, our species as a whole, as a result of the choices and desires of the group as a whole. So whatever group that is, whether it's a small group of a community, a larger group of a country, or the entire group that we call the human species, they are drawn to us through our group consciousness. Now, brothers... Group consciousness is not something that is widely understood, yet it is extremely powerful and can, if you are not conscious yourself, if you are not careful in watching your mind, which is why we have the academy, which is why the academy is all about mind management, cognitive mastery, group consciousness can, if you are not careful, often overcome individual consciousness. We have seen this, you know this, this is not difficult to demonstrate. I can show this to you. I can easily show you mob mentality, especially with what occurred recently with the whole COVID pandemic. I would talk to human beings who would disagree with the way it was handled, and yet they would go along with the way it was handled because the group consciousness was overriding their own consciousness. They felt like they did not have a choice. Brothers, you must always, therefore, endeavor to create group consciousness wherever you go. And with Whatever you do, if you wish your larger life experience on the planet to be a harmonious one. And if you are in a group whose consciousness does not reflect your own, and you are unable at this time to effectively alter the group consciousness, then I would offer that you leave the group, or else the group could lead you. If you don't leave the group, if you don't separate yourself from that group, from that collective, then that collective will start to take hold of your consciousness and you will become a part of them, almost like a puppet or a sheep along with that group itself. And again, I'm not saying that in any type of condescending way. I'm not trying to be derogatory or put anybody down. It's simply what happens. The group consciousness can override the individual consciousness when you are not practicing cognitive mastery it will go where it wants to go. Group consciousness always does this. Collective consciousness goes where it wants to go regardless of where you want to go. 
Here's another thing. If you cannot find a group whose consciousness matches your own, then be the source of one. And that's what the tribe is. The tribe is a source of a group of people who believe, who follow, who are aimed after a similar thing. Because it's so difficult to find anything else like the tribe. You cannot find anything else like what the tribe is. So I had to create one. <laughs> I had to create my own tribe because it's so difficult to find human beings who actually seek and live in a harmonious state of love and abundance. Others of like consciousness will be drawn to you when, if you create your own group, if you create your own group of consciousness. That is the tribe, brothers. And again, I'm not going to go too much deeper into what the tribe is. You guys know you have all the details to attend the webinar. But here's, I'm going to go on with the episode because I want you guys to know also that individuals and smaller groups must affect larger groups. And ultimately, the largest group of all, which is all of humankind, if there's going to be any permanent and significant change on this planet. Because right now, the large group has the collective consciousness. And as smaller groups and individuals, it's up to us to begin to step into through the healing of ourselves, through the cognitive mastery of our own, through the accumulation of enlightened human beings who are living in their alpha state to begin to affect the larger group. Brothers, our world and the condition it is in is a reflection of the total combined consciousness of everybody living here. The way the world operates in form is a demonstration of the collective consciousness of our species. And as you can see by looking around you, there's still a lot of work to do. There's still a lot of work to do for us to evolve to our highest state. Unless, of course, you are satisfied with the way the world is as it is. <laughs> Unless you're okay with everything happening exactly the way it's happening. And surprisingly, most people are. That is why the world does not change. Now look, I have said to you guys over and over again, everything is perfect. Everything is as it should be. Everything is unfolding in perfection. That is true. Everything is unfolding in perfection. And as it unfolds, it becomes an opportunity for us to see what it is that we've created, to see what it is that we have chosen to create so that we can then choose if we want to continue to create it. So it's perfect in that it is our creation, and it is imperfect in that we can choose to take it further, that we can take it higher, that we can continue to evolve. Perfection and imperfection both exist within perfection, because in order for perfection to be perfection, it must encompass all that is. Most people are satisfied with a world in which differences, not similarities, are honored, and disagreements are settled by conflict and war. Most people are satisfied with a world in which survival is for the fittest, that might is right, and that competition is required, and winning is called the highest good. And if such a system also happens to produce losers, so be it, as long as you are not among them, right? Most people are satisfied even though such a model produces people who are often killed when they are judged wrong, starved and rendered homeless when they are losers, or oppressed and exploited when they are not strong. And I want you to know I'm not calling anybody wrong. I'm not calling anybody a loser. I'm not calling anybody not strong. What I'm doing is I'm saying that most people are satisfied with this type of demonstration of creation. Most people are satisfied with the way things are working in the world. Most people aren't willing, aren't, aren't determining, or are not intentionally choosing 
to live into their alpha state. Because most people define wrong as that which is different from them. Religious differences in particular are not tolerated, nor are many social, economic, or cultural differences. Exploitation of the underclass is justified by the self-congratulatory pronouncements of the upper class of how much better off their victims are now that they were before their exploitations. By this measure, the upper class can ignore the issue of how all people ought to be treated if one were being truly in their alpha state, rather than merely making a horrible situation a tiny bit better and profiting obscenely in the bargain. Brothers, most people laugh when one even suggests any kind of system other than the one currently in place, saying that behaviors such as competing and killing and the victor taking the spoils are what makes their civilizations great. Most people even think that there is no other natural way to be. I've heard this argument, that it is the nature of humans to behave in this manner, and that to act any other way <laughs> would kill the inner spirit that drives man to succeed. And yet, no one even asks the question, succeed at what? What are we succeeding in when we're driven this way? Difficult as it is for truly enlightened beings to understand, most people on this planet believe in this philosophy. And that is why most people simply don't care about the suffering masses, the oppression of minorities, the anger of the underclass, or the survival needs of anyone but themselves in their immediate families. And I'll even go so farther, brother. I'll go further to say that most people do not see that they are destroying this planet, the very planet which gives us life because our actions seek only to enhance our quality of life. And amazingly, they are not far-sighted enough to observe that short-term games can produce long-term losses and often do and will. Most people are threatened by group consciousness, a concept such as the collective good, a one-world overview, or even a God, if you want to use the word God, I'll use the term universe or source, who exists in unity with all creation rather than separate from it. This is one of my big things on spirituality versus religion. Religion takes the universe and separates it from who we are, it takes creation and separates it from the power that we have. And the truth is that the universe and creation are one with us. This fear of anything leading to unification and our planet's glorification of all that separates produces division. It produces disharmony. It produces discord. And yet, nobody seems to have the ability even to learn from our own experience. And so we continue our behaviors with the same results. Brothers, the inability to experience the suffering of another as one's own is what allows such suffering to continue. Every single human being on the planet is you. Every single human on the planet is a reflection, a mirror of who you are. If someone suffers, you suffer. Separation breeds indifference. Separation brings false superiority. Unity produces compassion. Unity produces genuine equality. And I want you to listen here because Unity is not uniformity. There are masses. There are certain people that call them the upper class, right? We call them the 1%. We call them the people in control, whatever you want to call them. They are seeking uniformity. That is not unity. Unity produces compassion. Unity produces genuine, genuine equality because we are all equal. We all are one. Uniformity is what creates more separation, indifference, and superiority. Brothers, the events which have occurred on our planet, which have occurred for nearly 
10,000 years are a reflection of the collective consciousness of our species, the whole group of what we call human beings on this planet. And that level of consciousness could at best be described as primitive. At best, we determine it to be from our beta condition. So it's so important that you find your tribe. It is so important that you determine for yourself from your space of the alpha, from your space of objectivity, from your space of your highest self that you attract to you and allow yourself to be attracted to others who are seeking to be similar to you, who are seeking their journey, who on their journey will bump into you and who on your journey will bump into them. Find your tribe. Find the people who have the group consciousness that align with your alpha state. Because when you do that, when the gathering of the tribe commences, those people, the people in your group, the people in the tribe, by being in proximity with each other through the group consciousness of like-mindedness, the alpha state itself will accelerate the process of awakening, will accelerate the process of enlightenment, will accelerate the process of consciousness, of becoming awake and alive and remembering the truth of who you are. And that's what I have for you today. I love you, brothers. And until next week, elevate your alpha. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. If you enjoy what you've heard and want even more, sign up for Unleash Your Alpha, your guide to shifting to the alpha mindset at thealphamalecoach.com slash unleash.